When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to First Time Dads. I am Richard Innes. And I'm Steve Mile. And this week, we're talking about a subject of which Richard knows nothing about. Nothing at all. I'm Clueless. an expert. And Steve, it's bit, given that Steve is an expert, we figured actually that for once it would just be the two of us here. So you won't hear a third voice uh, on this particular episode. It would just be Steve and I ranting and raving because the thing we're going to talk about is the nightmare of nursery selection for your child. Uh, Steve, as, he, as, as Steve points out, he's been through this. He knows the ins and outs. I am at the stage, Ben is now just about 10 months old, uh, and my wife and I are, well, we've done, I suppose, I suppose this is the first point, we've done what everybody does. Well, not everybody, but what feels like everybody, you leave it to the last minute. Well, you say that, Rich. When you <laughs> but we took Jackson to look around nurseries when he was three months old. I hate you. I now officially hate you, because I'm. I, the, the problem I'm facing is that Lindsay and I, that's Lindsay, my wife, uh, I think, I don't know kind of what we thought was happening. We've had a lot going on with Ben. There's been a lot of different things going on. And we've kind of just come to that realisation, oh, yeah, we've got to get him into a nursery mm. because Lindsay's going to mm. go back to work. As we say, though, there is always a lot going on when you're a parent. Yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. It's all about organisation. Yes, indeed, indeed. Um, but, this, but do you know what? This is the first point is I think that this is maybe the first stage we've got to where we've realised it's that classic keeping up with the Joneses nonsense where it's like, if you haven't done the nursery thing correctly, you feel bad by comparison to others. And that's kind of how I think we both feel. Like, oh, God, are we, are we bad parents now? Because we haven't got him on a waiting list six months in advance, think, which everyone else appears to have done. I think we'd been terrified by stories of our friends yeah. saying, trying to get them in nursery, trying to get their kids in the nursery they want to go on the waiting list. So Zoe and I probably jumped the gun and took Jackson when he was three months old. And basically, my wife was terrified. In fact, she left one nursery um, in tears because she couldn't imagine leaving little helpless Jackson in this place where we wouldn't be. And we looked at five, I think. Um, you don't really know what you're looking for. We were looking to see how clean it was. Yeah. Whether or not the people there seemed to... I think... Our I was children going from, being beaten yeah, with sticks. I was I thinking, mean, you don't, you don't, what the hell are you supposed to look I think, for? Let's start at Ceausescu's Romanian orphanages as the place you don't want to send your kids. As <laughs> a contemporary the, reference for any younger list. <laughs> go to the <laughs> other end of the spectrum where kids are happy and smiling, where they're able to walk about and they're not shackled and rocking backwards and forwards in, in pens. That was um, my first thought. Yeah, definitely. And the, the ones we've seen, in fact, I've got to be honest, we've only seen one. Uh... And so we are in this weird position where we saw one and it was like, well, that's okay. That looks fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, but then you start to think exactly as you've just pointed out there. Well, actually, what are we looking for? Mm -hmm. So I started thinking, oh, this is good. So they make you take your shoes off and, oh, and they, all the kids have got their own forms mm -hmm. and all the kids have got their own beds and they do all the, and then you start talking to other parents and say, oh, that's just industry standard. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's nothing special about that. No. Right. Oh, okay. I see. We, um, we thought, because we live in London. We thought we want somewhere where Jackson can go outside in the summer mm. because he was he was born in March. So he was going to start going just as he started to come into spring. 
and hopefully there was going to be some outside space for him mm. to move around in. So we were looking for that. Um, we wanted somewhere which seemed it was had a bit of space inside as well, which again is hard to find in London. So we the two that we settled on one was a um, an old children's centre. I say old, it was a, a council nursery that had been set up to take up a shortfall in nursery places that had then become a private nursery. So it's a purpose-built children's centre. So mm. it had a lovely outside area where it's got like uh, chickens in like pens and like they have guinea pigs inside in, the, in their cages. It, it reminds you of going into a primary school. So the windows, maybe there's glass, you can see in and out of all the classrooms. Right, um, yeah. I, I, and there's a nice carpeted area and it looks like it's been the room size has been designed for children yeah another one we looked at um was a converted sort of georgian townhouse and it felt like you were constantly going up or downstairs because it wasn't very the rooms weren't very big um and it felt it didn't feel right um we also looked at another sort of almost purpose-built place which was very expensive and for those of you who don't live in London, and I know quite a lot of people do, um, we're talking like 95 quid a day. Yo! Um, and it had only been open a couple of years. It, everything was spanking news, uh, spanking new inside, and you were clearly paying for the newness of it. Yeah. And so it was a choice for us between the, the children's centre one, which is was much cheaper, maybe two-thirds of the price, uh, and they're all singing, all dancing. And when it comes to your kid, I think you want the best. You feel like you want yeah, the best. And yeah. it, I'm still think, you know, you get what you pay for in a lot of senses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were leaning towards the, the more expensive one. And then there wasn't a space for us at the other one. Um, so that's where we were, we were going. So we settled on this expensive one. Um, I'll wrap through this story, but we, you know, you have these settling days where they go along. For those of you who've not got kids at nursery, and they spend like you know an hour in the room with you in the room with the the, the carers and all the other kids of their age, and then the next day you go along and they spend an hour in the room without you in the room. You're in somewhere else in the nursery, so they can. Yeah. So if there's a problem, you're there, and then the next day they do a morning, and you go and come back. Um, and the missus and I both took it in turns to take him and on the first day there was a kid just crying and crying and crying and no one seemed to pick him up but I don't spend a lot of time in nurseries and I know that kids cry so yeah. I wasn't quite sure of what the right protocol was yeah. right, this is what you do yeah, yeah. and I appreciate you looking after lots of kids and then you know a second time Zoe went and that same kid was crying and crying and crying and so Zoe asked she said, oh it's his third day here and we were like, but if he's crying, so he's terrified. The he's poor terrified. Kid. And, yeah. Pick him up and give him a yeah. cuddle. Yeah. Don't just let him cry. And also, if you've got parents in the room and you're prepared to let them see this behaviour, you know how you treat the kid. Mm. What on earth is going to go when, on yeah, when, when you're no not parents? There? Yeah, right, right, right. So we decided, like, Zoe rang me up and was like, I don't want him to go here. So I was like, okay, right, fine, yeah. I put, you know, I was thinking this is a right pain in the arse because we've got to find out, find somewhere else. But you support each other. That's what yeah. you do. So um, we got on the phone to the other 
uh, nursery that we were after. And I don't think Mrs. will mind me saying this, but she, I think, used a bit of emotional uh, persuasion. Uh, there may have been tears um, to say, I don't know what to do. You know, um, I don't know where we, um, we're in this horrible situation. Uh, and the nursery, the other nursery were great. They said, come over straight away. Let's have a chat. You know, they got you in. Got us in. Found a space. We had to move our childcare arrangements around a bit in order to get the days that were available because they only had certain days available. He's now been in this nursery. Can't speak highly of it enough. I know that the nursery manager has sent an email around to the parents telling them about the podcast. So <laughs> there will potentially be some parents oh, in the nursery yeah, listening yeah, yeah. to this. Yeah. Um, but it is great. He loves it. He, you know, he knows the names of the people that work there. He gets fed better than I do. Um, he comes home having had like you know three bean chili for lunch with peaches and cream, yeah. and then like vegetable fritters as an afternoon snack with like you know some kind of delicious fruit cocktail afterwards. Do you know the the thing for me is that when you because all of that, I that's what I want for Ben. Obviously, that's mm. what we both want for Ben. But it's it's the complete unknown, and I think it, this is probably. Picking a nursery and even listening to your story there, I think, goes back to this point. It's the first time since the big unknown, i.e. having the child. So you have the kid and initially you're, you know, you're like, well, what the hell do we do with this small human? How the hell am I supposed to look after this child? And you figure it out and you put it together and you can't, yeah. all right, and you get your routines yeah. together and you do all yeah. these things. And this feels like the first time where you, it, it's like nine or, I mean, I know people send their kids to nursery at different times, but, you know, I think ours is quite typical, nine, ten months yeah. old, maybe you start looking yeah. at it. And it feels like you've just spent nine months getting into the routine yeah. and you're getting your routines down. Yeah. You're like, right, I get this. I know what my role is. I know what my wife's role yeah. is. We're figuring things yeah. out. We're sharing a load. And all of a sudden, bang, this bombshell yeah. drops. Like, well, now, I don't, now I'm back to knowing bugger yeah. all again. Yeah. Because, and now, how the hell am I supposed to figure out yeah. whether I can trust these people in this building well, to look after my kid? And that's exactly right. Because I've obviously mentioned when I was referring to what we wanted, I've talked about material things. So outside space, indoor space, facility but actually what you're doing is you're handing your child over to complete strangers yeah so we discussed what we wanted to see before we went with each other and we wanted people who and i know everyone who gets paid at works at nurseries are professional child carers but want to see people who for whom it was a profession mm. for whom that was the choice that they'd taken that they wanted to go into child care and that that was what they were doing because they loved it, not because they'd fallen into yeah. it, potentially. Um, and also, we wanted to see, I think, a bit of maturity. Um, one place we looked at, it was sort of, I'd say, kind of like Saturday workers in a shop who were a bit disinterested. They didn't really seem that but how engaged. Do you, how do you judge that? Well, we should be in the best in... position yeah. because of the nature of what we do for a living. Because we, we, yeah, we look yeah. at people, we can size them up and down. You can kind of, you, st you talk to people, ask them how long you've been working here for. Do you have kids of your own? Yeah. Um, what's it like here? Mm. And you get a, a, a vibe back from them. Um, and yeah, I mean, we also wanted, and I mean, this isn't, this wasn't necessarily a red line, but the missus was very keen, that there were not just women working there, that yeah. there were men as well. Because we wanted Jackson to have contact with like adult men rather than just be looked after. By yeah, that women. makes sense. That's not so, to be honest with you, that's not something that occurred to me. But that does, yeah, that does make sense. I get that. Um, I mean, I'm 
I'm now thinking, in the light of everything you're saying, I'm thinking about this one nursery we've been to. <laughs> it sounds so terrible. But basically, we've been to this one nursery that happens to be near our house in East London. And we've looked How around. How was it? Oh, like five-minute walk. Okay. So I looked around it. And the thing is, it's quite, it's quite shabby. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, not, not, it's not dirty. Yeah. It's just like it's a bit old and tattered yeah. and stuff. But I don't mind that. That doesn't bother yeah. me at all. Because like you said, it's about the people. And the people we met seemed lovely and nice and enthusiastic and all those things that you want. And actually, I was reminded of my brother, whose kids are slightly older. He's got two boys. And his kids are slightly older than mine. And they had, I think, much and very similar experience to you in that they had their boys in quite a sort of shiny, nice-looking place mm. that was all polished and lovely and da-da-da-da-da. And they didn't keep them there very long mm. because uh, I remember my brother saying that, you know, he didn't feel that there was a connection there with the mm-hmm. kids and they weren't getting... Mm-hmm. And actually now, they're in a place he describes as a bit rough and tumble. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's a bit and it's a bit rough around the edges yeah. and, there's a, and there's kids rolling around and shouting and this kind yeah. of stuff. But they like that. Yeah. And the boys like that. Yeah. And they like that feeling of, yeah. you know, it's a bit more like being at home. Yeah. I think and most I think of that's, them... Yeah. I think there's a big part of that. That's what I'm looking for as well. I think if they're on Ofsted, which I think they have mm. to be, m- most of them have got the paperwork sorted. Yeah. You know, the paperwork is, you know, there's a process, this is how we deal with grievances, that kind of stuff. Um, and I don't, I wouldn't be particularly worried about it being not, like, pin-sharp, you know, painted and stuff. Yeah. But I'd keep an eye, I, would, I personally, I'd keep an eye on the idea, who runs it? And how long is it since it was done up? And if you're paying, people are paying into it, where's that money going? Is yeah. it just coming out as profit, or is this... Are they, is there plans to update the toys? Is yeah. there plans to up, up, update that sort of thing? Because I think that gives you an idea about the mentality of the people that, uh, that own that's, it. That's a good point. And you also mentioned Ofsted, which I think is a, a nightmare, a, a sort of rabbit hole I have just fallen down in the last couple of weeks. Oh this is, as I, as I 18 years of this. Oh, my God. As I just mentioned, right? So this is quite a new thing that my wife and I are diving into. And I'm sure, hopefully, there's a few of you listening to this who are in a similar boat um, where... You could, so we went and saw this place, and we were thinking, yeah, that ticks a few boxes. There's flexibility, which is good for my wife's work. There's, you know, it's close by. People seem nice. Yeah, you know, it's not, don't get me wrong, it's not, you know, nursery nirvana. Mm. But this will do. This mm. is fine. Okay, for now, this will do. You know, I'm not suggesting he stays there till he's four. No. But, yeah, this is this is good. This is good. Okay, fine. Get home. Look up the Ofsted report. And now I wish I'd never looked it up because it's not great. Yeah. It's not any, you know, it's um, it's not great kind of across the board. But then, of course, you read the detail and you think, actually, it sounds to me like the important stuff, the safety, the welfare, all that stuff. Well, yeah, no complaints. Mm. And then it, and then you think, well, hang on, why is the report not that great? And then you look at it and go, oh, because on that given day when this person went to do their investigation, their report or whatever, there was, oh, the kids weren't, you know, some of the kids didn't go outside. Mm. Well, hang on a minute. You know, I can't judge my. T- you can't say yeah. to me that I'm going to make this entire very, very important call for my son's early, early yeah. development on the basis that some kids didn't go outside on any on one given day. Yeah, I mean, with yours, how many days is Ben going to be going into nursery? It's either two or three. We're not 100 okay. percent sure. So yet. yeah, so Jackson started off with two, and now he's three. Now we're doing three, three days a week. And we spoke to some parents. Like there was a stage when we got close to him actually going, mm. where every time we found ourselves in a playground or at some stay and play group or some parenting group, you'd switch, you'd find someone, you'd turn the conversation onto nurseries to try and pick up some local intel yeah. from, where did, you, where did he go to the nursery? Where did he go? Just to kind of pick up some stuff. And we never heard a bad word 
about our, on the nursery where Jackson goes, it, it's, 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 you know, it's really great, really happy with it. Um, I think it, when we first started going there, it felt like it was a long way from our house. So 15 minute walk, um, which was like, this is a bit of a pain in the bum. We're going to have to do a 15 minute walk, you know, but like everything, it's like when you switch work jobs, you just get used to it, it becomes part of your routine. Uh, you know, I, I think the location obviously is important, but well, you make do, don't you? What, you find a way. It, yeah, what it is is yeah. more important than yeah, whereabouts, whereabouts it is. 100%. Um, I also think, and this, this, sounds, this could sound like patronising, but the most important person is Ben or, or Jackson. And it's Jackson spends a long time in nursery. He's get dropped off, probably one of the first people there, about quarter past eight by his mum. Um, and he has, you know, second breakfast there. And I pick him up probably about 10 to 5. So he's doing a 8 till 5 day, which is a long old day. That's mm. longer than a working day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he, he needs to enjoy it. He, he yeah. needs to be right. He needs to enjoy it. And those people that are there are spending more time with him than I am. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're spending three whole days with him. And I don't get to, I mean, I, I work, obviously I work Fridays, but so I, I don't get to spend that kind of, you know, that many hours with him properly, yeah. and he, he pick, he pick, they pick stuff up, and you need to make sure. I think that it's the right. You're happy with what they're going to pick up there. But the element, I suppose, the, the the sort of slightly scary element, which again, hopefully, a lot of dads will recognise, is the idea that you don't know until they've started. You no. can you can only find out really. You can do all your investigating. You can use your instinct and your gut feel. It's like buying a house, isn't it? Like, yeah, exactly. You don't. It's like you know when you buy a house, and I remember the thing about buying a house. Being that the neighbours, that would always bother me. Because how do you know if your neighbours, yeah. your neighbours might turn out to be an absolute bloody nightmare. Yeah. But you're not going to know until you move in. No. And it's a bit like, and I, just in case my neighbours are listening, our, my, our neighbours are lovely, which is very handy. You said that before, right? <laughs> just keep reiterating. Um, but yeah, it's the same thing with the nursery thing. Like You're not going to know if your child is in a hellhole, really, until mm. until you, mm. you're there and you're doing it, which mm. is slightly frightening. And the thing that gets me as well, the other thing, is the idea that we're, we're, when we're talking about nursery selection, if I'm brutally honest with myself, I think I'd kind of left it up to my wife. Yeah. And I know we're sitting here now talking about this in great detail, about the analysis and the decisions you have to make. I'd be fascinated to know, and please do email us at firsttimedads at trinitymirror.com, but I'd be fascinated to know how many dads out there just kind of took a back seat well, and allowed it to happen. Because and I, this is, I mean, my experience is, I found myself getting irritated with my wife and I actually had to have a strong word with myself because I think I lost my temper a little bit with my wife and we were having a bit of a bicker and an argument about, well, why, why have you only seen one, why have you only seen one nursery, yeah. you know, da, da 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 all this. Now, granted, she is at home with Ben all day, yeah. but she's pretty bloody busy at home all day, you know, every day, yeah. she's got her hands full. Um, and I sort of heard myself saying <laughs> these things and I thought, God, what do I sound like? This is terrible. Because, you know, it shouldn't just be on her. Yeah. I've, got to, I've got to take a role in this as yeah, well, right? I'm sure, though, you know, we have a very understanding boss, so I'm sure it's listed. if you said, I'm going to be an hour in late because I've got to go and look at a nursery, yeah. bearing in mind the impact it's going to have on your uh, your, your son's well-being and your home life well-being, it's, it, it's important to do. And what you just said sort of rings true about the dad not potentially not being involved. We had one of those rare NCT dad's drinks, 
which I think has happened I've not, twice. I've not done that. We've yet, had two. So yeah. That's why they're rare. Yeah. We've had two of them, I think. And it was just after, just before the kids was. You start to think about nurseries, and we all sat round. You know, the dads going, "Well, we're thinking about this nursery. We're thinking about that nursery." And there's a lad there who sat very quietly, and he, he, if he's listening, he knows who he is. Um, and we <laughs> turned to him and said, uh, "What's what's going on with uh, your boy in the, the nursery?" And he looked as if it, 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 a light bulb had come on. He goes, "I don't, I don't know." got no idea that this is switching all of that out and it was like oh you guys are actually involved in this decision making process yeah. I think I think you, you kind of have to be well I mean you don't have to be of course but I just think it's it's just good for everyone it's good for everyone if you're yeah. all invested in every decision then no one gets the blame but I think that's the I think it's a really good way of looking at it because we could sit here and be all sanctimonious and oh everyone should take a large chunk you should take responsibility in your child's life and blah 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 and preach at people, which is not not what we want to do. I think the point is, if things go tits mm. up, to use an unfortunate turn of phrase, if you know, if, if there is a problem, yeah, what you don't want to be is then turning around to your wife or partner and saying, "Well, why why is he in here? Why why are you doing this? Why, why yeah. did you choose this?" It's like, well, you know, you could have yeah. been involved. You yeah. could have you could have had a look at it. Yeah, uh, and you need to share that share that burden to an extent. Yeah, you, I think it's good to. It's not an extension of family because that's not what it is but it it's the people that work there are such a big part of your life um mm. because you're, they're, they're looking after your child the, the more invested in that nursery and the relationship you have with that nursery the, the better i think um but yeah i mean they're the they're the main things that, that we chose for and as i say we're we're very happy with it he's just about to go from uh, a small kid who and he seems like yesterday that he went in there and he could barely stand up, and he was sort of like cruising, you know, from one object to the other. And now he's like racing around, and they like get him to go up to like the big class with the big kids who go up to four. Um, and uh, yeah, he's um, he loves it. He loves it. And you get to, am I right in saying you? So you pick him up a bit earlier, so you get him. To take him out and make his dinner. So yeah. So what happens is, is Mrs. drops him off at about eight. His mum, you mean? Definitely yeah. his missus. No, my missus. My missus um, <laughs> drops him off um, about eight, eight fifteen. Bear in mind, and I think I've said before when we talked to Annabelle Carmel about food, that he's had when he wakes up in the morning, like a bit of toast, a banana, a, half a pint of milk. Then he's gone downstairs, had a bowl of porridge. Probably have a couple of fistfuls of blueberries. He then rocks up at nursery, one of the first through the gates at about eight fifteen. Goes and has toast, maybe some cereal and more milk. Then he goes into his uh, like the, his the room where they have the kids or his lot his age group of kids. And then mid morning, so about half well, half eleven, no, about half ten, they have a snack, which could be like some homemade cake or something. Then about 12, they have their lunch, which is a hot lunch. I think I said before, like, so like free bean, chilli, mm-hmm. and like some like peaches and cream for pudding. And they will sit on their little chairs with their bibs on. Um, Jackson makes a right mess, apparently. And then about 3.30, has afternoon snack, which can be like vegetable ch- fritters with sweet chilli sauce and like some kind of banana brownie. Sounds better than and what then, I'm getting. Well, exactly. Yeah. And then I pick him up at um, quarter to five, take him home. Like last night, I took him home. It was like... Do you want some tea? And he was like, yes, daddy up. So I picked him up. We made him a cheese omelette, two egg cheese omelette, which he belted down. And then he had done another bowl of blueberries. Um, <laughs> he, he, you know, he's, he, he does well on his food front. But yeah, no, he's, he's very, very happy. He does sometimes, by the time it gets to the end of the week, so 
which at the end of the week is Wednesdays because I'm three days. You go in and you can see in his eyes that he's knackered. Yeah. Because at home, when I've got him at home, he has a morning sleep and he has an afternoon sleep. At nursery, he gets one sleep. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he wants to run around. You have to encourage him to sleep. So by the time he gets to Wednesday afternoon, he is he is pretty wiped. He's pretty wiped. Well, you must be pretty wiped as well. Are there, when it comes to the cooking, and you may see what's coming here, ladies and gentlemen, but when it comes to the cooking, could you do with some help sometimes? I'll tell you what, I could do with some help <laughs> because it's, uh, your brain's fuzzed. Mm. What you want really is you want like a, uh, something like HelloFresh, which I think is a recipe box delivery. Did you see how beautiful that segue was from from talking about nurseries into a discussion about HelloFresh, the the guys who deliver you uh, recipe boxes and boxes full of food? It's all measured out for you when it arrives, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's incredibly easy, very tasty stuff, makes life a lot easier. And actually, I genuinely like sort of kidding aside, if you are somebody who has got a kid who is either in nursery or is about to go to nursery, you are going to have your hands full, you're going to be struggling for time. Um, HelloFresh does make life a lot easier. It's all delivered to your door. Um, and if you, you if you go to hellofresh.co.uk, uh, you can actually get 50% off your first two boxes using the code DADS, D-A-D-S. So that's an exclusive code for listeners of this podcast. Um, if you go to hellofresh.co.uk, um, yeah, you get 50% off the first two boxes. Highly recommended. Uh, so make sure you do it. Um, back to back to nurseries. I, I know what are you going to do then? What are you going to do? Well, this is it. I... It's, um, I think, realistically, we're probably going to get him into this nursery, see how we get on. Um, because, I, you know, I think you also have to be aware that, A, anyone who works in a nursery is going to be, by and large, a decent human being, I think. Hopefully. I think so. I yeah. think that's a fairly safe assumption. You know, they, you know, if, you, if somebody wants to work with kids, um, you know, regardless of what the Daily Mail might try and have you believe, <laughs> I think if you're the type of person who wants to work in childcare, chances are you're probably quite a decent human being. Yeah, chances are you maybe want to be a parent yourself. Yeah, so exactly. So I, I, I think you would have to be, I do think you have to be pretty damn unlucky to have a, a really bad experience. I think, um, you know, there are going to be bumps and, and things along the way, I'm sure, no doubt. Um, but what Lindsay and I are always very keen to do is not overreact to stuff. Mm. If something happens, okay, well, let's look into it. If it's a problem, we'll deal with it. If it's not, let's just not make a man out yeah. of a molehill. So I think... I think I'm going to be one, one of those. More. Yeah, yeah. Well, well in fairness, before, to, in fairness to my good lady wife, in, fa- in fairness to my good lady wife, she has moved. She has had a look around several others, and suddenly we're thinking, oh my god, there's quite a lot of really fancy places here, isn't there? Um, of course, these are all places with massive, massive waiting lists. So, yeah, we should see how that goes. But then I think people put themselves down in multiple places. Yeah, people yeah, move yeah. out of the area. People have older kids. Yeah. And then they decide to move. People's jobs change, and those waiting lists can like fluctuate quite. Yeah, quite I think that's probably true. I think one. I think one of the frustrations is it's just such a it's such a excuse to judge yourself. The whole and I know we we do come back to this theme quite a lot in the idea of like, well, am I being a good dad or a bad dad? Am I going to be a good parent or a good parent? Bad parent. Um, and I think this whole kind of nursery selection thing. It just provides all these opportunities to, to kind of think, oh, God, I'm not doing very well, am I? Because, you know, you hear about people in your NCT class, oh, we've had so-and-so on the waiting list at this place for nine months. Or you think to yourself, well, am I, am I not caring enough? Am I not really paying enough attention to detail? All these things. So they, all these kind of feelings come up and you start to feel a bit bad about yourself. But I think sometimes people say that in that environment because they are trying to make a point about themselves yeah, rather yeah. than 
you know, trying to show that you are um, uh, uh, not prepared. Mm. I think some people are proud of themselves for doing it and are trying to make a thing mm. about it. I don't think there's, you know, we've spoken about this generally about parenting. I don't think there's a particularly uh, a, a right way or a perfect way to do it. There's obviously things that you probably shouldn't do. Um, but I think it's about remembering the most important person in it, mm. the person who's got the least amount of choice is the child. Yeah. You make all of the decisions. So therefore, I think you, you with everything probably, you make, you've got to make a decision in their best interest because they're relying on you. They're looking up at you. Like Ben's looking at you, but daddy, you're not going to drop them. Yeah, yeah. And it's that, but extended across everything. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, but then that's that's the scary bit, isn't it? I mean, I, we haven't talked about the idea of that first day because that's still, no. I, I suppose, that's another conversation. That's um, why you have to settle in stuff, though. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, there's all these things that I didn't, I wasn't aware of, and I'm sure there'll be that, you know, new dads listening to this who haven't quite crossed the nursery yeah. nursery threshold yet, and I, I found some of it baffling. You know, the idea of I think the, this nursery was talking about a home visit, so they'd come yeah, and they, see. Yeah, they came to us. See Ben in well, his one kind of, of home did, environment, yeah. and actually, I mean, I suppose I think I, Zoe, Zoe joked that they have to have a look at bigger houses so they can work out how much they're charging. <laughs> it's probably an element of truth to that. Well, I think for veterans of nursery life, you mm. know, like you're a, you're a bit of a veteran now. Yep. Jackson's been in nursery for a while. You kind of get yep. accustomed to it. I think that sort of first step into it, it's actually quite awe inspiring a little bit. You think, oh wow, so this is just what all nurseries do. So they come to your house to see how your child mm. is happy. They spend three days with you there just to make sure your child is happy. Yeah. They make sure that your child doesn't share a bed with anyone else. Yeah. And, you know, like the, he, he has his own sheet. They do the dietary requirements. They will fill yeah. out a form to kind of tell you uh, what your child's eating that day, how he's behaved, you know, yeah. what he's enjoyed, all these things. And even to the point where when we went to this first place and I realised like the security pass issue, mm. like just to get in the door yeah, yeah. Two, is quite two hard entry. And you're sort of like, and again, this is not stuff that had occurred to me because I mean, I suppose, and not that I have very you know specific memories of being at nursery, I was too little, yeah. obviously. But it doesn't. I'm pretty sure it wasn't like that back in yeah. my day yeah. when I was a kid. Um, so even that is quite eye-opening. When you think, wow, this is you know nurseries as a whole, you I know, just as a yeah. concept, as sort of the modern concept, they're, they're really I quite on it. When you, if you go and look at another one, that you should think to yourself, what is Ben's routine, mm. and how is his routine going to work? In this strange environment, where is he going to sleep? Is that sleep place quiet? Is it just babies that sleep in there, or is it babies and toddlers? Because if it's just babies, that's that's much better because toddlers bustling mm. around. How many kids? What's the ratio of um, yeah, adults to kids? Is, is it a good? That's really ratio? important. Do they go out of the nursery ever? So Jackson's been over the park. They all like link up in, or they go in their buggies. Uh, and they go over to the park, yeah, like true. look at the butterflies and stuff like that in the summer, which is great. Um, what's the policy with regards to like you know changing and things? Because Jackson has his own nappies come along that you you write like marker pen Jackson and yeah. his own wipes, and you take yeah. like a bag of clothes for him that are there, and they bring it back. Um, what are, what are the fees like? Really, mm. is is another thing, of course. Um, uh, and what's the transition process? How long do they go up? What's mm. the youngest kid in the the class, how old is the, the so Jackson's I think two and the youngest they've had is five months in his his, uh, his particular class um, but yeah and, and you know would, can you envisage Ben enjoying it 
Mm. There. Um, I mean, I think I can. It's just I can't envisage him there full mm. stop. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. that idea yeah. of him. I mean, we're, we're very fortunate. Our boy is a very sort of fun-loving, uh, happy sort of kid, and he's he's very happy in crowds of people. Mm. He likes being around Good. people. So I think Social. I think we're yeah we're quite lucky with mm. that. But I'm sure there's other people, you know, out there whose kids, you know, perhaps are maybe a bit more naturally shy, a bit yeah. more introverted. And that must be really difficult yeah. because if you don't think your kid is going, if you think your kid's going to be overwhelmed by being around other people, yeah. um, that must be so difficult. It and I, I know my <laughs> my wife won't mind me saying this. She will be an emotional wreck yeah. the day we have to leave Bennett well, Nursery. A I wreck. was. I didn't like it. You know, you walk out of the door to the sounds of daddy, daddy, daddy. Oh, God, daddy. man, that's already tugging at the heartstrings. Um, I mean, I don't like the idea of that at but all. there's a point at which they sort of you hand him over to the nursery and they look you in the eye and then they give you the sort of like, it's okay for yeah. you to go now. Yeah. I think it's okay for daddy or it's okay for mummy to go. What I would make sure you do when you first take him is you and Lynn's both alternate. Yeah. So you get used to dropping him off. Lynn's gets so if there's ever an occasion because Lynn's does it all the time and then suddenly you've got to do it it'll be like another yeah thing yeah. and also try and I know it's hard with work and stuff but like try and alternate the person that does the pickup as well because mm. then that way you get to see both ends of the day and you you know and also one day do a drop off and a pickup so you can see the, the transition because the reality is surely so many parents use the drop off at the pickup as a I was going to say spying, but basically that's your only opportunity yeah. to see your child in situ, isn't it? Really, yeah. realistically, yeah, yeah. once you've gone through that yeah. that process and they're involved, they do have a dad's you have day. You have to have a little bit of nursery day at, at Jackson's. Oh, that's nice. Which I missed last year, but I think I'm going this year. Where you go and like you do painting and stuff. But you, I mean, you'd like to. Th- this is the thing, I suppose. You'd like to think that you would notice if there was anything not, if there was something a bit amiss. But then maybe you wouldn't. And that's 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 another concern is yeah. that you think well maybe what if we don't realise that you know that things aren't quite right or if, I'm not talking about anything drastic but you know just those little bits and pieces yeah. that you sort of well maybe he's not getting enough attention yeah. or maybe he's not getting enough interaction or enough stimulation the, and, you, and how do you know the only thing I'd say as well and I, you know you do what you, you've got to do but the idea of putting him in and thinking well we can always move him in six months. Mm. that could upset his equilibrium a little bit if he's just got himself settled and he knows his routine there yeah. you're then putting him in another strange place and changing the routines that I think as much as possible you should strive to get it right yeah. first time even if that means it's a bit of a pain at yeah. the beginning of it do you know what I always come back to and this this could be the end to any podcast we do frankly <laughs> I always come back to the idea in my head when people are saying these sorts of things to me. I was thinking, well, do you know what? For thousands and thousands of years, people have managed to raise kids. Yeah. And I think we are, and it's just, it, nurseries are just one example yeah. where we can we can sit here and we can talk till we're blue in the face. But yeah. you know, guys like us, we sit yeah. and we analyse and we think and yeah. we're like, are we doing this? Are we doing that? As long as the, your child is, you know, happy, healthy, yeah. Yeah. and has, you know, is stimulated in some way, yeah. has some affection shown yeah. to it. Yeah. How bad can things be? Yeah, you'll soon get a vibe if he's not biking. Yeah. Um, up past, you know, the usual teething troubles. I was um, thinking that yesterday about actually how well I I don't think, and I'm sure dads of kids who are similar age to Ben, who are like nine, ten months, it sort of crept up on me how well I know him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's odd to think that someone you've never actually had a conventional conversation yeah. with, because clearly he's not yeah. saying words yet, 
how well I know him. I understand yeah. his personality. Yeah. That's really odd when you yeah. stop and think about it. How, yeah. can you how can you understand and know somebody that well when you haven't actually ever had a proper conversation? But like you say, I would, I would be very confident that if he wasn't quite himself, if something yeah. was a bit amiss, then I'd pick it up in his yeah. personality, yeah. which is so weird without yeah. language. How yeah. the hell is that possible? I suppose that's the beauty of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. I think we're coming to the end now. Mm. Our nurse does indeed ask when you drop him off, how's he been? How, did, how was last night? Is he okay? Yeah. How was his weekend? So that you know, they're asking the same questions that we're asked when we pick him up from nursery. How's yeah. he been? What's he been up to? Yeah, yeah. And I get like a rundown. He slept for this long. He's eaten this much. Has he had any like um, coming togethers with other members of the uh, nursery? <laughs> coming togethers, I like that. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about that. Has he bitten anyone on the face yeah, today? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah Ben's um, a biter. That's a worry. Um, but yeah, that's a separate conversation. But what we'll do is we'll write out down my tips. Mm -hmm. We'll stick them up on the mirror website. Nice idea. Yeah. Um, you'll be able to find them via looking for us on Twitter because we'll, we'll tweet them out. At Steve Mile, nursery guru. Yeah, Steve Mile's <laughs> done it once, thinks he knows it all. Um, at, but also on iTunes, there's obviously the comments section. And also we've got our emails, nursedundads at trinitymirror.com. If you have examples of nursery disasters or things that have gone really well or tips you want to give us things to watch out for if you work for Ofsted and you've got an insight that Rich and I have both missed on it and you're furious um, at my my please flippant nature please get in touch um, and please you know we've got lots of listeners who are very loyal to us please spread the word about the podcast if you like it yeah, tell yeah, your mates yeah. tell everyone at your nursery yeah um, and if you feel it if you feel it's relevant to you um, or anyone else for that matter you know as Steve says share the love Share the love. Well, uh, as ever, thank you for listening, um, and please tune in again next time. Thanks a lot. <laughs>